0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
1: Hi, I'm Megan Gilbert, and welcome to the Fresh Exchange Meditation. Welcome, friends. It is blowing, and the wind is wild. It is as if the November gales never came, because they really didn't. And instead, we are getting them now here in mid December, and it kept us up all night. It was so loud, I cannot even tell you. And it's been fascinating to watch the trees and to just kind of observe everything because these storms and these irregularities in our weather patterns are so fascinating to see how nature deals with the unexpected. And... I thought about some of the trees that I saw that changed and how there's things in life that happen to us that change us. You know, a storm comes, a wind breaks a limb, it leaves a scar in some way, but we still continue to grow. We still move towards the light, right? And I was thinking about that. I was looking at these trees, some we lost and some that changed. So, I was just kind of taking that in. And as these wild winds just whip around our home and the hill here, the sound of just like a roar across the land. And it's like Fall's last stand here. So, it's just, it's been an interesting thing to observe and take in. And, you know, I used to be really freaked out by these things, but now. I'm really humbled by them and reminded of how important it is to just kind of step back and observe them more than anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I wrote this meditation um, kind of over the course of a few days. I it was over the course of some weather transitions and things like that, and it it. Was like some of the things that I thought was thinking about and observing on my walks out in the woods and just around the land. And I hope that you guys really connect with it. This is our last meditation of the year. And I realized if you've been in the community, I've been writing these since March which is really mind-boggling. I started them here, I think, in August, maybe. I have to look back, but I think it was around then. So I am really excited, though, because I don't see, even though it's like the end of the year, more or less, I'm still writing these. I just won't be sharing them. Um, I have a plan for them one day, but I, um, yeah, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, oh man, like this is our last one, but yet winter's beginning. And in my mind, there's a bleeding over, you know, to me, the new year really is always March. And because I have to hibernate, I have to like find this rhythm in myself before I ever emerge into something new, because we know that like new year's happens and Ah, we're new. No, we're not. Okay. So, um, we need to go through the process of reflecting and grow like that, like growth process. And before we can come out and figure out where do we want to go next? Like, what is it that this year holds? So this is kind of thinking about that, like the idea of ending and beginning facing darkness and shadow and fear, but embracing it, like learning that process and no longer seeing the separation of them or one is good or one is bad, but instead them both important. And this is a very native American concept to see these things that way, but I I just this was a really fun meditation, I guess, and I really enjoyed writing it. it's. You'll find that there, maybe there's an overtone of this concept of darkness, but when I say darkness, I want you guys to understand that I don't see darkness in a negative way. I see darkness is a very important part of life. And a lot of, I used to fear it so much, but now I embrace it with open arms Seeing it just as valuable and important in my life as the days that I spend in the sun. And so, and I also mean that about life and death and any of these contrasting things. You know, I think the Western world really, in modern world, really wants to put this, this bad like feelings on things that are dark or even the ending of life or any of that the cycle of life but it's part of being here it's part of existing and to to, to not acknowledge it or or reckon with it in some way we are denying ourselves a major part of our life and i think we know, understand how to live better when we understand what it is to lose as well, or to face the shadowy things in our life, the trauma, the the dark parts of us, you know, when we can engage those things, we can live more fully. And, and so I just want you guys to hear that as we jump into some of these winter concepts, because there, there is darkness. But I think what's beautiful about winter solstice is we go through the darkest day of the year And when we go through the darkness, we eventually rise to the light because that's what we're doing. We're reaching the bottom of the circle of the year and we're hitting that darkest point, which means we only now rise into the light. So I just want to place that vision in your mind because winter is about coming into the light. Summer is actually about moving away from the light, which is a really fascinating thing. So we're going to jump in. This one's called Shining in the Dark. I walk into the woods and the trees are bare now. I can see my breath. The sun is already highlighting the underbellies of the clouds across the hill to the south. And it just is now after 3 p.m. The days are short and it feels I just accomplished the necessary before the light dips behind the hills now. The garden is brown and faded and there is little left even for the rabbits whose tracks keep me company in the snow. Years ago, I would have never entered the woods at this time of day or, the, or year. I would have feared her early darkness and what lingered in the shadows, just as I used to fear the dark days of winter. How do I endure a dark time? How do I find life amongst what feels so dead? How do I feel the warmth in the cold? Why cannot it, why cannot it always be summer? These were questions that didn't just bounce in my head, but they made me run away. I found that these questions were also personal to myself. Can I face the things in myself that lie in the shadows of who I am? I didn't just dislike winter, but feared it, if I am honest. I wanted to hold the goal to fall as if it could in some realistic way be infinite, even when I knew better. I wanted to live forever in the rainbow of late September and early October but I am old enough now to know that that isn't possible. But walking these woods just days before the absolute darkest and shortest day of the year, here in the Northern Hemisphere, I feel so different. You see, I have begun to feel the power of these colder and darker days. I revere them for the power they hold to heal, guide, reveal truths, shake up the patterns and routines, and to pull us to rethink. You see, if we pay attention, nothing but humans in the modern light of screens continue their days as if nothing has changed in the natural world. Every single creature prepares and takes drastic measures to, to accommodate the season that requires extraordinary demands on the body and mind. As fall fades with the last sunset and winter emerges merges with the sunrise after the longest night, We are offered a gift in those long hours where candles and fires draw us close to those we love and to our homes. We are offered a chance to see the world anew and in turn ourselves. We are offered to question our very patterns in order to open ourselves to what winter, just as any other season, will give us. As I meander back to the house through the woods, I remove my gloves to place my hands on the trees. They are cold, but the life rages through their trunks still. They are stripped to their barest selves, yet they hold the greatest strength to endure the winter storms ahead. I try to gather some of their superpowers for myself for the winter days ahead. Knowing their wisdom is deeper than mine, they hold the wisdom of how to shine through the dark and rise to the light. Throughout the depths of the darkness of these years in the pandemic, I have seen these days much like a long winter in our world. The weather has changed at times, and we have surfaced into bright days, and the dark days have been really dark. But I have wintered many times in my life, whether it was after having a baby, going through an illness, or having life fall out from under my feet. But this winter of the pandemic has been the longest to me, and though these days it is dark, just like the onset of winter itself, I also see it much like winter solstice a time to begin rising toward the light. What I do know is that something all those wintering moments have taught me is that we can choose how we enter a winter season. We can choose how we begin that journey, even if the finish line isn't as clear as it is as the beginning and ending of winter in nature. I have learned that when winter knocks on the doors and makes her presence known, it is time to begin the real work. I learned that with every winter, that work looks very different. But the trees do it, animals do it, and as I ask, why don't we? We are nature and we are animals after all. Why don't we hibernate, enjoy the fallow nature of these times? Birth children, make children, Eat slowly, be slow, light our nights less with artificial light and more with the one nature offers us. Work with our hands in new ways and grab a book we hope to have read in the height of summer. In fact, how many of us in the heart of those early days in the pandemic made bread, went to bed earlier, connected more with loved ones, cooked more, and asked super hard questions of our life? You see, this is what winter offers us. It places us face to face with who we are and the world that exists in our homes and our souls. The snow crunches under my boots, where the south wind melted it and turned things to ice. It isn't easy to walk out here, coming home in the golden rays and pink hues of this early late fall sunset, where I can taste winter in every breath I take. I hear the coyotes in the distance. They are hungry now that the snow has set in. They will sing on the blizzard winds in the coming months as well. But I stand here in this final light and I think how far I have come in these years of embracing winter's darkness and slowness she she opens for us when she arrives. I speak gratitude to a fall that brought me such deep joy, important change, and clarity. I speak gratitude to a summer of abundance as the sun gleams its last beams over the hills and sparkles off the layers of snow still left as fall makes her last stand here. The winds will blow and warm again, but I have lived as a northerner long enough to know that winter's strength is stronger than fall's. Inside our home is warm. The candles are lit on the table and the fire roars. The smell of cooked onions and roasting squash and pine fills the air. My coat and boots find their place, and my cheeks are rosy. A new season is here, and I am here to welcome her because I long for her just as I long for summer's bounty. Like these familiar friends, I look forward to spending time with for varying reasons. They offer gifts, work, growth, rest, and so much more to life, all of them holding important space. I know these days ahead won't hold the wild of summer, but they shouldn't. No, not at all. What I do know is they will hold important time with myself to restore and rebuild and nest so that when the sun rises earlier and sets later, I will be oh so ready to meet her with my mucky boots, work coat, and a shovel, ready to do the work to restore her the way she restores me. For now, though, I settled in for the storms ahead, knowing that they will pass as well. The sun will shine for long times again. It always does, even in winters of our souls, it always does. Fall, you were magic, but I am here to welcome in winter with open arms. I am ready to see the shadows and not fear them, but respect respect them for what they offer me. I am here to feel the joy of the simplest things in a new season. I am here to use this season to see myself in new ways because, as as the trees have shown me year after year, the greatest work in our roots doesn't happen in the summers of our souls. No, it happens in the depths of the darkest and coldest days instead. I hope you guys love that one as much as I enjoyed writing it. (laughs) It was so fun to just walk you through my thoughts as they almost unfolded with my walks. So there's so much there that is so comforting and challenging. So I hope you take it in. And I also hope that you will join us this winter in the community. It is going to be really lovely to walk you guys through planting your gardens, doing some seed swapping, reading some books, and discussing them and just supporting one another through this season, and as always, you get these meditations, plus you get the journals like journal prompts along with them. so I hope you guys will join us um it we open on when on the twentieth um right or twenty first right right on sol- winter solstice, so I hope you guys join us and jump in with the um thing will be open for just seven days. So right over Christmas. So, um, it's not a big period of time, but I hope you guys jump in until then, my friends, I'll see you out there.